and welcome to Comagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. And today, for our 200th episode, we are joined by the only guest we could possibly have <laughs> on our 200th episode. It is Keenan. Thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure. I'm very excited well, to talk Flash Gordon. Uh, uh, that makes one uh, of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you. Yeah. The, we are celebrating 200 episodes, and you might say you haven't done The Godfather, you haven't done Citizen Kane, you haven't done the original Star Wars. All films better suited for a 200th episode. But when you yeah. give the choice of the episode to the guest, you get. A blast off rocket ship ride to the planet Mongo, where Flash Gordon attempts <laughs> to save humanity from Ming the Merciless. It's Are we already doing the rundown? It's 1980. That, it's that... Flash Gordon. <laughs> All right, that's the best uh, part of the movie, and yeah. the episode is over. <laughs> yes. But before we no, get no, no. to that. Uh, let's talk about what we're drinking for this journey to a world that nobody ever wants to really go to again. <laughs> Jim. Uh, LaCroix. Mm. Uh, what, what Pumplemousse, the original grapefruit. That sounds like something that would be in Flash Gordon. Yeah. The film. Keenan. I reached for the most sci-fi-esque beer that I have, which is photon sphere from old hickory brewery okay believe jim i think that you gave me this i don't Did think you? so i no. don't think that's my doing uh it is an imperial stout bourbon barrel aged with honey Ooh. cinnamon vanilla cocoa and habanero pepper oh that cool. might have been me yeah. yes how's the habanero in there that's that's that face like that's it. i was like mm, mm, mm. oh there it goes it's 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 an interesting combo it's i gave you that I, mexican cake break one too mm -hmm. i yeah, love that yeah. you're classifying your beers in forms of genre now keenan i tried that to. is your sci-fi beer i'd love to see I even what, what, i even what's wear, your romantic comedy so, beer uh, so I wore seltzer. a uh, yes, I even wore my Batman shirt because I know it's not a Batman movie, but it's the closest thing I had to a comic strip. Okay, it does, like a, yeah, it does look like a comic strip. Uh, by the way, oh yeah, we have to go to what you're drinking. But yeah, yes, I am drinking uh, the Agent IPA, which is a clear. The can is fabulous for you, Keenan, oh, the huge James Bond yes. fan, uh, and from for Timothy Kettlehead Dalton. Yes, uh, of course. The amazing Timothy Dalton. Um, yes, yeah, so that's I'm drinking a new beer that I've not had before. Uh, well, not <laughs> I mean, in this like, film. What, what? Not in this film. It started to make me think, like, what? He, he is amazing in The Rocketeer. Uh, yes, he is. He is. He's fabulous. Uh, he's Keenan, what not. did you want to bring up? So, so at the top, you, Ryan, you brought up that you know I picked this 200th episode, but uh, and you said this last week when you did uh, Annihilation. You also were talking about how I specifically picked this one. I gave you options. All right. I ha I have the receipts. I brought the receipts too. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, is I, it is the, it was I, the best I gave option you the of choice of the adventures of Baron Munchausen, Idiocracy. Idiocracy is a great movie. Both of those Darkness. movies are much better than this movie. Yes. The Warriors. They're not as exciting. The Warriors is also better than this movie. Yes. But Flash Gordon was one of them. And then I th followed up by saying, I'm not sure if Jim and Katie would appreciate Flash Gordon for how awesomely bad it is. But it is awesomely bad. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> I think this is uh, the better the better one to discuss than all. I, and I, oh, I, I don't think know about that. The, the, it, some it, might not really be, it might not be the best of those movies that I picked, but I think it does encapsulate like my movie taste the most. Uh, yes. And that I think it's not it is good. The, yeah. Well, we could talk about that. Um, it's, it's like the habanero in this beer. It's nice to have a little bit of a, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I do not hate this movie as much as Jim does. So I, this will not be a two on one for the entire. No, 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 no. Uh, I find it interesting yeah it, but it's not okay. a good movie okay uh, let's let's, good, do, right? let's do the let's do the rundown first here we go rundown time are you gonna do it now you can do it just hit the button after it <laughs> oh are you here ready? is yeah here is all you need to know about this movie a football player and his friends travel to the planet Mongo to find themselves fighting the tyranny of Ming the Merciless to save Earth. First of all, I don't know who wrote that, but... <laughs> Probably the same person who wrote the script. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's the rundown. I don't, I don't know that I need to talk about that anymore. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know if we need to delve in there anymore. It's time for Grade of the Week on a scale of A-plus through Flash Gordon. How would you grade Flash Gordon? <laughs> Jim. Um, it's a D. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like as far as filmmaking goes, this is a terrible movie. Uh, Keenan. <laughs> So this movie is a solid C for me. I mean, I, if we were doing this on pop adult, it would get like maybe almost two thumbs up because this movie is so much fun. But since the grading is actually on the quality of the film, there are some really good performances, specifically Max Van Sydow is amazing in this movie. He really is good. Uh, everyone else is not good. <laughs> They're the background, like, the paintings are really cool, but then the special effects are awful. Like, there's a lot like great and bad in this, which makes it just a middle C as far as a grade goes for me. Middle C. I'll go, I see. I don't think this is see a D to me. I I kind of agree with Jim from like a filmmaking perspective. This film is a D. But if I to, for me to give something a D means I would never in my life consider watching it again, probably. Mm. And I can't get into that level with this film because I couldn't envision a circumstance where I would potentially watch this again. So I'm going to go like C minus on it. I mean, let's not forget that this was directed by the same guy who did Get Carter. So it's, it's yes, which I mean, he should have. I'm sure he struck that from his IMDb as soon as possible because <laughs> get get the original. But to be clear, everybody, the original Get Carter, yes. the not the horrible updated one. Uh, OK, it's Flash Gordon. Um, a film that. Keenan, let's just start out. Give us give us a little history here, because I know little to nothing about Flash Gordon. Uh, Jim, I'm, I'm assuming you're not a Flash Gordon aficionado uh, at all. So, so Flash Gordon started off as a comic strip and then 
gained more popularity with radio dramas uh, when you know they they had like the little orphan annie show they had flash gordon they had like other radio dramas coming on before they had tv uh and then it had a a run in the in the 40s or 50s there was a black and white tv show and of course in the 80s dino de laurentis really liked the uh the old original strips and the radio show he liked it all and wanted to make this movie and had been wanting to make it for a long time decided to make this movie when looking for a star rather than going with the big names that were of the time he decided to listen to his daughter who saw this guy on i believe the dating game no hollywood squares oh he was on hollywood was, squares hollywood that's Square. how he got casted yes yes so he was on hollywood squares and the uh and dino de laurentis's daughter was like that's the guy so that's why they went with this unknown sam jones uh then ended up getting he ended up getting a fight with dino de laurentis which caused all of his his lines to be dubbed by a different actor i was wondering which, which uh, you couldn't tell at all the the, the dubbing was, was actually really good like yeah it's it, not it terrible that perfectly. considering that's yeah so but that's not his voice it's not his voice and the tone does not go with anything that's going on on the screen it's just it's so bad oh my god it's so good it's so much fun and i think the like okay so i really do love this movie i grew up watching this and i know jim you've said how i say i grew up watching so many movies but i grew up watching a shit ton of movies uh but like i remember watching this so much after i'd come home from udysa I would put this on. By the way, UDYSA is Upper Darby Youth Soccer. Okay. Um, I'm sure everybody knew that. So right, of course. To explain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'd come home from soccer games and soccer practice and watch Flash Gordon. I don't know why, but this was like the movie I wanted to watch all the time. I loved it growing up as a kid. I hadn't watched it for a few years. So, yeah, but you're like pretending that this took place like. I just want to perspective. This is 1980. This isn't oh, yeah. like this, this doesn't predate like yeah. 2001 looks, or any. Or, yeah. yeah. I mean, or Star, Star Wars. Wars came out three years before yes. this film. But this, I, I feel like all of that, those were choices that were made that like even even the way that the story is told, it really does pay homage and makes it feel like a radio drama, like or a, or a, or one of those serials that like lucas and spielberg grew up loving that were all like so melodramatic like right like like raiders of the lost ark right well no no feels See, just that, like that that was that was what, one that was of those serials right serials right oh and okay to make it sorry a good one i got confused because you right Here, right did you, did this you know is, what this is no. someone who decided to make it exactly like how it was on the radio and that's what yes i actually I have to say the one thing that didn't bother me is I do think they did what they wanted. Now, I'm, I'm not sure. No, that's no, it. dude, come on. They did. We, no, we are I'm not going to sit here did. and pretend that that like this is a this is a good movie and they accomplished something. No, no, no. That I'm they were so trying to. Like, I think they the were going here. for that. Cheesy. I, I am all like, for talking about how now? crazy this movie is but and how fun it is but i'm not gonna 
I'm not going to do that. You don't think that was the aesthetic or vibe? No, it absolutely, it absolutely, it absolutely was. was, But that's 100% was 100%. That's their choice. Yes, it's and they're they're fucking terrible people. Like they have no taste at all. Like this, well, I'm not arguing that, Jim. I'm solely saying I do think they, in, in terms of like, but then it doesn't matter. Then want, the point doesn't matter. It's still like, it, it, like, well, it, it, here's the story I found fascinating. That like basically the screen guy who wrote the screenplay was saying on the special edition version that I watched that he like was hired to write the screenplay after somebody else. So he wrote the screenplay as like a first draft and they were just like, yep. Okay. Let's, let's, let's do it. It's barely coherent in some sections and overly it's barely coherent in the way that it moves between (laughs) scenes in some ways. And then in other ways, it's overly specific about like explaining things. It's, yeah, I feel like it was a spec script and they're like, okay, let's shoot it. And they're like, it's wait, wait, crazy. hold on a second. It's this so was just crazy. like, this was supposed to like the first draft, you know, like we're going to work some more on this. They're like, no, no, we'll, we'll just. Should, like, this, should we should we flush out this romance? Should should we actually? No, 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 no. no. Why would we flush out this romance when we have so much raping to do in yes, the other parts of, of the raping. skin? Lots of this raping. is um, the most inappropriate movie we've ever watched on. Oh, you um, think so? Yeah. This this is more inappropriate than Eyes Wide Shut. This is what Eyes Wide Shut was talking about, the secret world of the set of Flash Gordon. It made me think of um, the review in uh, Spinal Tap, and I need to find it. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah, it's this... <laughs> <laughs> this one just said yeah. Sandwich. Yeah. I mean what, I mean there is a direct line in this movie I think <laughs> the quote is you look great in your concubine outfit that a, a man says to his supposed <laughs> girlfriend who he just met who has now been put into an outfit to be raped by a alien who has a I, I wrote this down. I wasn't sure the exact terminology, Keenan. You could tell me if this is the the real name. The natural disaster machine that apparently you can just push <laughs> yes. on your yeah. your planet to create Hot. earthquakes. Hot hail. And- Hot hail. Hot hail was such a letdown because literally they were like hot hail and it was like it was like all this stuff that you've heard of, volcanoes and whatever, and then you're like hot hail. Oh my god, what's that? And they linger on the button forever. (laughs) And then they show Flash Gordon in a car, some normal (laughs) hail falling, and it's sizzling as it hits a puddle. And that's hot hail. It did did absolutely nothing. (laughs) That normal normal hail is probably more detrimental. Yeah. And how does hail get hot? Wouldn't it just melt? It doesn't. Brian doesn't the the spinal tap no, quote is they are see- treading water in a sea of retarded sexuality and bad poetry <laughs> and so like the, the 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 sexuality of this movie is the, honestly this is the this movie is aged worse than anything else we have watched on on this podcast you might be true there was a point where i was watching and i texted jim and i said this film at points feels like the scenes in between sex scenes in a porno that's what <laughs> yes yes this is it like does. this is like they're yes, like okay does. we're gonna use that we're gonna use this set we're gonna need like the the scene i'm here where, to fix the spaceship yeah, yeah <laughs> when the scene where flash gordon is being saved by ming's daughter on that 
you know, and they're flying away. Oh, right. He's trying she, to talk she, to her. Yes. To, to, this chick's turning me on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. I literally thought it was going to turn into like a hardcore sex scene. And then I he yells, like, this? he says to the other, he says to Dale, by the way, who named the characters Dale? Dale. Well, that was back from the yes, day, right? Those are all the yes. real character names, correct? From right. the 30s right, or whatever. Okay. Dale? I was... Um, well, Flash Gordon was a polo player, wasn't he originally? <laughs> Keenan, isn't that what he was in the I, comics? I think so. I don't. I I am more familiar with 1980s Sam T. Jones, Flash Gordon, and less with yeah, the yeah. Flash Gordon. But I I love so Dale. By the way, like they play Dale the character as if she's like the most beautiful woman to ever be to live in the galaxy. And no offense to the actors, but like every other female in the movie at least for my taste is better looking than her and more interesting and she's that yeah. perm that perm is so bad it's uh, it's such it was, a strange it's, it's, it's movie so it's so weird because yeah there is so much focus on dale and his not even so much focus there should be they more just keep talking it. yeah they keep talking about how they're like they love each other and this is like how it's meant they are to holding be. hands for the first half hour of this film like holding hands everywhere. Yeah. It makes and no sense. literally met an hour beforehand. It makes and like, me very uncomfortable. The great pickup line was that much. I, I saw you at the desk and I wanted to come over, but I didn't. And I followed you. No, he doesn't say that, but he makes it seem very stalkerish on the, on the, yes. so on the weird. flight. Yep. But like there actually could be an interesting romance between Ming's daughter and Flash Gordon. Like that right. actually could be a like in in it a is so funny I, I, but i find it disturbing because flash gordon has the the mind of a fourth grader in some yes. ways he so he, it's very well, so many of the, all the characters do but, but it's that, very weird so it's like a very sexualized film but the characters all have like a middle school mentality. right like if they had cast this what's that weird scott bayo movie and jodie foster movie when they're kid gangsters do you know what i'm talking about have you guys ever seen <laughs> they do it as like a I have no real idea movie. what you're talking about dude it, it, it was a real movie and I they like don't and it's like you could have had middle school people. It was a how did this get made movie. They did it for uh -huh. how did this get made. And it's like you could have real middle school kids playing this role and it'd be believable. Like, okay, this is a child's production. At um, one point, Flash kind. says, save it for our kids. Like when when they're like, she's about to tell him, like, she's like, I love you or whatever. And he's like, save it for our kids. It's like, what are you talking? You literally met yesterday. Yeah. And he was really creepy. Yeah, I love. I he love, saved her from the hot hail. The, didn't the he? best no. line in the whole movie is "Flash, I love you," but we only have fourteen hours to save the world, save the Earth, save the Earth. Yeah, explain oh that to God. me. Um, I also, yeah, he didn't. So, how did he save the Earth? Because I don't think that that piece ever happened could, in this the, movie. Was the machine gonna do something? We could skip the right to the end. Disaster machine. At the end, there's a countdown. Yeah. So basically, Ming plays with the Earth. Apparently, like what he likes to do is in the thousands of years he's been alive, every every or actually he's it seems like he's immortal is how they kind of make it out to see. Because I think he says like every thousand years. No one ever go. tried to stab him, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, he he will go to a planet and he'll 
just put all these natural disasters on there and if somebody reacts he conquers the world this is the most interesting piece of the movie is that i actually thought like his explanation while it didn't really make much sense it was actually like very like mustache twirling like in an he, interesting he way goes, i thought he was he was good in this movie yeah he goes he goes all in on what the character is supposed to be and he i so I'm it's t- basically like if, if someone if someone figures out that that these natural disasters are unnatural and are coming from an external source right he destroys the planet because he sees them as a threat as someone right. who can actually like think and and advance to the point that they could be a threat to his his empire right and since zarkov has has like seen it and flies off that what means is, earth is going to be destroyed unless they kill ming first zarkov is the doctor who yeah. <laughs> I, I just know what what, what is his what what language is his first language this actor <laughs> i don't know because he seems like he is, is speaking first? like he seems overdubbed to me he probably was and he has crazy eyes this entire movie every yeah, time they every time the camera is looking looks at him he's like he looks like he's looking through the lens and through the soul of whoever he's talking to he uh, that actor is insane yeah he absolutely is, he is insane oh, by the way, all, all of the earthlings on this in this movie are awful they're 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 the worst actors of this like even i Maybe Sam Jones might be a little bit better. No, he's terrible, dude. May, maybe if it was his own better voice, what? He he has, he's on screen more, but he's terrible. I know. I, I know, think no, though, no, the I'm problem is he, if you had somebody better than elf. him, this movie would be worse. I think like that's one of the reasons you could just kind of be like, I, okay, I, because yes. his performance is so. But no, ridiculous. no, Jim. What, I, what I'm saying is, is his like Sam Jones, the actor, might be a better actor than what we saw, but it's hard to tell because it's not his voice. So it's like it's, <laughs> oh, it's I not given the right performance. Yeah. It's like there's that a, is true. Know, ADR is very difficult to do. Like right. to have a whole performance mm-hmm. done that way. Dale By the way, is, the Scott, the Scott Bale movie everybody yeah. is bugsy malone bugsy oh bugsy yes. malone yes uh, yeah, yeah dale is really terrible oh my but, god but i think ming and the actress who played ming's daughter is actually she was yeah i thought yeah. she was fine too yeah. timothy um, dalton is hamming it up and not john rice davies is amazing in this he's oh, the, so the hawk man the yes. hawk man yeah. that part, the, i did like the hawk people i yeah. found them or whatever they were called they he are, was they phenomenal are, they are fast even with his horrible wings that don't move he yeah, was yeah. amazing the uh, flying was this, people. do you think this movie was the inspiration for christopher nolan's uh, in, uh interstellar absolutely <laughs> i mean some people have thought it was stanley kubrick's 2001 yeah i mean is it probably this movie i mean was- let's look let's look at the tier of movies that have ever been made in 2001's like here but flash gordon's like <laughs> the the, the, th- the funniest could, uh, thing about this movie is like well not the funniest because there's a lot of funny things but like the whole movie is set up to make flash gordon this like ultimate hero Right. And he literally does nothing the entire movie. But he does have a song that plays right. claiming that he's a hero all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is really interesting. He is like the the least interesting part of this movie. His his football fight is so terrible, dude. We could do a whole. It's almost like every other character you would you would rather follow as the main character of this movie, (laughs) other than him. See, but he he got the he he's the lead. He's the one we follow because his name's on the T-shirt. So right, right. In case he forgot his name name on a T-shirt, and he has a. It's his like logo that he of like whatever yeah, what the, is that the movie that from? he doesn't he's know. A, yeah, yeah, because he's a quarterback. He has a no. His it's just that's the, that's the logo of the movie. So he needs it on his shirt. Like it, oh, it's well, a little a meta commentary. <laughs> Do you think that this? I I was asking myself: Did the football fight sequence is that we have as a fight sequence? Worse than the war sequence in the notebook. Ooh. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Uh, in, in comparison, like a war sequence, this is a fight sequence. Is this the worst fight sequence in a film? Because this no, is not no, a no, comedy. No, this is not I the, can't. No, there's well, got to be is, worse out there. This you think is so? Slightly yeah. a comedy. This is, this is like... Do you, uh, does the person this who film made, know anything about football? No, 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 no. no. Clearly not. The when he laid down and rolled and like knocked people over like bowling pins, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I think that notebook scene is is so terrible. It is, you know, because it is so Kevin Conro- Con- Connolly. Yeah, and you know what's so funny is like even though <laughs> even though we have a lot of issues with that movie, that movie like is a better made movie. So that scene I feel stands out so much more. Whereas that, I guess that fight sequence fits within the realm of (laughs) what this world, her, her cheerleading during that scene though, is so cringy. It's like this whole movie. Can we, I I do want to in a scene, like from the office, like that's how cringy it is. It's it's like, what's her name? Uh, The second uh, receptionist. Oh, the second oh, Aaron. Kimmy, Aaron, 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 Aaron yeah, yeah. The, uh, the the second Toby, the the yeah. HR person. like that. Oh, the, we have Amy Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> that that's what I see as doing I, the same kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. So the, <laughs> this movie confuse is confused from like the get go on like who what it wants each character to be and what it what they should do. Like they forgive. The, the crazy scientist almost immediately from pulling a gun on them and making them get, get on a spaceship. And he is a killer, right? I mean, he's yeah. literally trying to kill his partner. Whoever uh, but, oh, we've, I forgot. The two pilots disappear out of a plane. Yeah. Right. When Ming, uh, a, a vision of Ming attacks the plane. Why? We have no idea. No. I mean, it's just a plane flying. Right. He was, he was, he was messing with the planet, but then he really zoomed in on this one single plane <laughs> and disappeared the pilots through and, and cracked the windows i mean I, and then I, and then flash get, goes, flash goes get, get get up here and help me fly this thing <laughs> i i know you get mad at me when i just automatically like put in what what people's motivations are but i swear like it just makes sense if like they are literally like, how do, how do we get just the two of them? How do we write off the pilots? Well, well, Ming attacks them. Good. Boom. Done. Like, it's almost like, well, yeah, of course. That's, that's not. Again, uh, I feel, but I feel like this is like what you get in the first draft, right? You're like right. the writing movie, like, okay, we got to figure out a way to introduce them. We'll just but, do but this. But you didn't I'll have go to back do and, that. I'll go like, back and fix you it. You could have just I'll been like, back. Ming made a crazy storm and it like 
and it you know lightning hit the plane well that's true jim like, i think that's a good point and then the other point i wondered about with this is like does this like does it even need to be an origin story? Like, could Flash Gordon just have been Flash Gordon on the planet? Like, there's no there, origin. There, so, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't I mean. understand. He, he has no he special powers or anything. To, yeah, I know. So I'm like, just to have him there on that planet already. We don't. We don't care. Almost right. Like, they, they oh, do I don't care about thing. any of this movie. Uh, you, 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 did you, you care about anything? I liked the Queen song. Yeah. Well, and without see, that's the one thing that left. Like, ah, uh, also, the the set designs were amazing. I I really do think. Like, I do want to have a discussion about the set, set designs. Design. Were, uh, you know, it's you know it's unfortunate. For the, you know, it's no, it's not. And you know what, how I can how I know is because earlier the day when I watched this, I watched with the Wizard of Oz with my kids. And this isn't even up to snuff with the Wizard of Oz set designs. No, the Wizard of Oz set designs is amazing. And like, but it feels find, it feels remarkably similar. Yes. And, and the absolutely. decades are in between it. The Jim, decades, right. it's like almost a, what Yeah. It's 40 years later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, I the set design story is one of the most fascinating parts of this because so first of all, Dino, the producer, spoke broken English. And would have any screenplay that was written for him translated into Italian by a woman who didn't really know English. So half the time, <laughs> the scripts wouldn't make any sense. But then he wanted this set designer and costume designer that he wanted to work with. These two people were hired. The set designer never read the script. So the director was like showing up on set and being like, this set has nothing to do <laughs> with this sequence. Like you're supposed to be on that tree, whatever it is. I don't know if they're different planets or wherever the hell they're going. Right? Is it planets or different parts of the planet? I don't. I'm know very confused because at certain very times it seems that. like yeah. Ming it's, is the leader of the galaxy, but then they keep talking they the about planet? Mongo all the time. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Right, but and and they point, say they're going to a moon, but it's really like a floating like piece of rock. Like it's on not, the same planet though. Isn't right. It? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, so the set designer, like for example, they were supposed to be on the tree, whatever it was. And the director walks in and it looks like a cave. And he's like, this is supposed to be a tree planet. And he's like, well, I didn't like the look of it. He's like, have you read the script? He's like, no, I just made up the sets based upon like what I thought was cool. <laughs> they made a giant tree set and they couldn't put the cameras in it. <laughs> the guy had not built a set that cameras were available for. And he's like, but I think it looks beautiful. Like, that's the type of stupidity that we're dealing with, though, with this movie. Yeah, well, they now, did what they wanted to do, though. Yeah, yeah. but it, I'm being no, fucking I, sarcastic, you assholes. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, they they I think they wanted it to be like a comic book. But I think right. that what that means, nobody understood. Do you know what I mean like I do feel it's like it feels a like movie. a comic book? You're right. I, I I agreed, and I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm saying I think they wanted it to be like a like Keenan said, like a poppy version, which I don't necessarily th I don't think was really a very good choice. But well, and they, that that is something that, with that, that that was said later on. Like Dino De, De Laurentiis said that like originally he thought like oh this should be funny. And they wanted to make it funny and campy, and they they started to. It's but, campy, but it's not funny. But the problem yeah, is, it's that, not like, funny at all. Midway through making it, 
they weren't making it to be funny. So it's like they they had everything that was campy and funny, but they weren't they were making it serious. Yeah, well, it's probably because of their choice of director. I mean, yeah. they they hire a director who's making gritty British crime films, and the guy before him that they hired was Nicholas Rogue who is like by the way a brilliant filmmaker don't look now which if you've never seen that with donald sutherland and julie christie you should see and i mean he's a brilliant oh that's these the girl in the red the red yeah with the little red dress yeah. and all. my point is like these are our tours like if you want to make a there's so many directors of that time period that you could have gotten that i think would have been ideally suited to do like a satire or comic popular thing like the choices they were making in terms of who they were going to have do this film it's just weird do you know i mean like i think there is a place for something like this where you could have done the sets they did and they could have done it and you know right so that's the thing like like mel brooks but it could have been you know somewhere in between and it just i feel like the choices they made in terms of who was behind the camera and it's no fault of the director he even said like halfway through he's like oh he's like you know what i'm just gonna do this because nobody seems to be doing anything that makes any sense right and and, just... and so like you the the villain you play that straight like how how he's being played right ming yeah right. and that works completely but sam jones is is so terrible like as a main character like he is so just just uh like even like everything about him makes him feel stupid and not in like a funny way in like a we're just picking on this guy kind of way <laughs> like he, like <laughs> it's what sad. Made, that's a great point like what it's sad not funny right what made people it's interesting right because like what made people drawn to flash gordon you think is part of the comics or the thing because jim i think you're right none of that really comes across in this movie well six years but this was a character that like really did inspire a lot of modern you know movies and character archetypes but that doesn't come across i think that's i think that's way overblown i think it's way i think that that what flash gordon i think that's way too I mean, like the character you're talking about, the stri- the comic strip, not this movie, not right. this movie. That's right, what right. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. like yes. people. What I mean, people were like Lucas and other people like this type of storytelling because of Flash Gordon. But my point is, the Flash Gordon in this movie is really boring, and I wonder how that <laughs> differs from the Flash Gordon in like the comics. Well, you don't need to serials. be like a comic strip. You don't really need to do anything. True. Right, and that's the other thing is like you got to real like. When when we say this is a comic strip, this is you have to re- remember also this is a comic strip. We are not talking about a comic book. book. True, that's we're, we're talking about here. a strip where like you get four to five panels to tell a story, and the first one to two panels has to recap what you told last week. Like so, <laughs> it's oh, it's just a repetitive story that's always being told that slowly moves forward, and is always like way over dramatic. And that's that's what I think this movie actually does succeed. Like it is so over dramatic. And this is what like why the nostalgia factor hits for me. Because I like I said, I used to watch this a lot as a kid. And as a yeah, kid, I could see it as a kid though. Like what age? Like, eight, nine years old. Exactly. 
Yeah. Like, I can, I can't listen as like a eight, nine, I mean, your kids 10 year old Jurassic kid. World. Like, <laughs> well, no, no, listen, that's to be fine. fair, Jurassic World is a better film than this. Yeah, that's true. The, the other, but like, I, I was the same, you know, I watched all kinds of stuff, but like, you know, this was not on my radar. I maybe had seen it at that time, but it's so bad. Like, let's be honest. Like, there are other things that are that are similar of the that time period that are so much better. Like, well, listen, I just looked up, Buckaroo and when I pulled Bonsai, it up on IMDb... Admit it, Jim. Is Buckaroo Bonsai significantly better than this film? No, I like this better than Buckaroo Bonsai. <laughs> what? I do. Wow. Uh, wow. What's um, funny? Yeah, yes, I am I'm, literally. I'm, I'm te- I am like Flash Gordon Buckaroo and Buckaroo Banzai yes. around the same age too. But like, like, I, like, I was watching I think Buckaroo Banzai is a lot better, to be honest with you. Time Bandits is in there too. Around well, I love that's Time so Bandits. much better. Time Bandits, I, Time Bandits is a better, much but better. But like, movie. that's the thing. Like, and and like, but similar, similar ideas of like genre. Yeah, like yeah, like agreed. I watched the I watched uh, Beastmaster all the time. <laughs> or like yes, um, okay that's fair right or crawl right the same oh, yeah same. crawl i just and, and I masters of the universe also masters oh, of the universe. no that was oh, later though. Universes. yeah listen the funny thing is the, uh, right that was yeah movie, 87 yeah the, and it's the, that, that's terrible looks like it should have been but like we had star wars like let's not pretend earlier. like that's what i mean oh, yeah, the contemporaries the contemporaries in the same in the same lane are yeah. so incredible. The Empire like, literally comes out the same year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's crazy. That's insane. I have never had an edible before, but I feel like taking <laughs> one and watching this movie would I, probably change the experience. We Absolutely. we need to talk about like some of the some of the craziness that happens in this movie. I actually yeah. will say there were some design choices that i actually thought were pretty cool um like i like how the one so here's the other thing for as awesome as ming is they split the entire movie where he doesn't really even play a part in the first half right like yeah, it's this other guy enough the yeah, other well the other guy's guy? very good too but he's in a mask the whole time. Yes. Well, that looks like the Fidelio that, mask from yes. Eyes Wide Shut. I was like, his Holy ship is shit. cool, and he has a sleeping pod that like his <laughs> that, that like lowers him down. That and was his, pretty cool. His that minions can cool, wake him up, he, and his whole vibe is like Art Deco. You know, yeah. Uh, that yeah it had a very Spanish like early century cinema look to that. Like, yeah. If you go and look at some of that stuff. I just. The, th- those choices were great. Were great. Timothy Dalton is like again. It, this all the relationships in this movie are so confused, and the, it it. I have a hard time believing that like a fully functional adult <laughs> who had any kind of relationships with any people, um wrote this movie or like well yeah because ming's daughter is literally sleeping with every person in this which is totally fine and she's not like she she's not really shamed but i mean like it's but it's just weird like they it's like the ideas they bounce around like the character there's no like fixed idea it's like then at the end she's with timothy do you know what i mean it just doesn't make 
And it's like whatever is convenient to move the story along within this. Like, but it doesn't. That's what's the most confusing is part. odd yeah. to me. It's like, oh, I want Flash, but then I don't really care if I'm with Flash. But then I'm with Timothy Dalton. But I, now I it seems yeah. that her character is like so her and Timothy Dalton are a thing, but she gets bored and has her little playthings and everybody knows about it. But because this isn't Earth, they have a whole different like they're down with girls. it. Yeah, they, they they it's just it's just one of those things. And also she's like daughter of the emperor of everything. So what are you going to do? Like you kind of just have to go along with her. But at the uh, end you don't. T- yeah, you like, know. Well, but that's because she's learned. She she's changed. No, but he, I'm, he, listen, he, man, he I like, get it. Planet Mongo is very open. A lot of ins and outs. You the know, name, they're very liberate. Yeah. They're very liberated with their sexual uh, mores on that. Name, no, no one has ever once of co- lots about of concubine up like. There's, there's, you know, they they are roofing every girl on the planet with that <laughs> passion punch or whatever that. Okay, is, okay. So here here's. Is. Here's the that thing that I did celebrating roofies, by the way, that is like celebrating a uh, spiking. A woman's there are strength. so many different kinds of roofies in this movie. There's the ring that could roofie you. Do you think there's the drink wrote this film? Well, the ring doesn't roofie you. I don't what the ring. Think. Do? I don't know what the ring does. Like, well, yeah, he's using it to have sex with people. So like, <laughs> the, he's not though. Well, we don't he's see true. it. <laughs> That's in the director's cut. There is so much sexual assault in this movie. Well, all from Ming, though. No, also from his daughter. Yeah, she is. She is. Uh, yes, she is. Caught his bug. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. And so, like, do yeah. you think this movie was a commentary on Harvey Weinstein? No, here's the thing. I don't think they were comment- commentating much on the on the sexual assault. I think they no, were like, they, they, they normalized it pretty quickly. Yeah, I think it, I think it's celebrating it. Yeah. And, and they were basically, and that's, that's part of the reason this, this feels really icky <laughs> is then you get to the scene where there's like a five minute pillow fight between two scantily clad women, which is just like <laughs> Leia, Leia in a metal bikini is one thing, right? There's and actually you can some kind of tie because it ties into the actual story of being a slave, of, slave to yeah. job. Well, and and yeah. She, yeah, and she flat out kills the person who puts her in it. Yes, this right. this feels more like all the men who created this movie just doing things to be gross, <laughs> right? Like like you can't that that piece of the, of this I mean, movie doesn't okay. have any. There is no reason those two women can't have a confrontation outside of a giant bed set where they have a pillow fight. Uh, and then, quote, um, what does she say? She says, my, my father always drinks a power potion before he makes love. <laughs> what do you think is in the power potion? Isn't it? The, it's like the glass onion. It's like the rhino ground horn. up rhino horn. Yeah. Ground up rhino horn. Um, I have to admit I have never seen Russian roulette in a tree stump very original original. I feel like I've seen something exactly like that in another movie and I couldn't put my finger on it kind of like it's kind of like the box of pain and dune kind of no 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 that's totally different 
Because that is that is literally going to happen. Yeah. Every time you t- you put your you put your hand in there and it happens and it's whether you can control your your you know your power and you know that's a test of like you're going to go through pain. Right. Yeah. This is like we're gonna sting you with a with a it's like a fish scorpion. It looks like a balled up fist that, that has a scorpion tail. It was interesting. I, also interesting was the jet ski. They apparently put cardboard oh, boxes God. over to yes. be the spaceship. Yes, it's phenomenal. Yeah. You remember when everybody thought jet skis were like super cool? Like there was that time I mean, period. <laughs> there was like a period of Kenny time Powers. where jet skis are like, you <laughs> yeah. think somebody was like, get me a jet ski, put some cardboard on it and make it look like a flying machine for us. And have Sam Jones stand on it. Oh my God! The, yeah, they. You know what's funny is like I felt like I could feel decisions being made right in this movie, where like <laughs> yes. there are so many things in this movie that look like someone was just like it would be cool if, and then they do the thing rather than like. Right, but that doesn't make any sense for what's happening in this movie, or like this culture of the place we are like what would it be like it, yeah it's just well like, i have a whole actually the, the, the tree the world was sort of the most kind interesting of part of the film i thought well like, it was sort of at least cohesive there yeah because you had that whole they actually did a storytelling thing like okay we'll introduce the world and flash will see this guy failing at this thing and then he'll do it so it's like Oh wow! There's somebody. This is actually. But then there's sense. this. Weird, then there's this whole section where He's, one of the guys pretends to be on his side and rescue yeah, him, and no then reason. for no reason, yes. like what is that? Why? Well, he goes in the pit, and they can't kill him because he's promised the the daughter that he won't kill him. But if Flash Gordon stumbles upon the stump and he kills himself, that's a loophole. He's finding right, a loophole. Right, but no, why did they send the guy down there to pretend to break him out? Because they had to get him into the room. The only way they could was, get that loophole is if he came into the room on his by own. Himself. By himself. Because he's own. not allowed to be there, right, Keenan? Right, Is that yes. the deal? He's, he's yeah, violating it, the, the... The thought is anyone who enters that room, they come in... Yeah, but they don't need to pretend choice. to rescue him to do that. They just need to let him out and bring him up there. And he'll well, walk thinking, in. Yeah, he's well, the stupidest character in this he movie. Is, he is not very bright, man. He probably would. You, they could have probably let a, a, a like uh, trail of cookies or something. No, all they needed was to paint a, a lightning sign on it because, like, <laughs> you oh. notice every outfit he changes into somehow has a lightning on it too. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know? Do you know what I love about this too? Is they're like, we don't have to actually lead any like dramatic thing like in order to cue that this is an important scene we'll just play the queen song again (laughs) and then you know it's then you're like okay this is important do you know what's interesting is that top gun maverick stole the star wars ending for their whole 
plot. And clearly Christopher McQuarrie and Tom Cruise stole the entire end of fallout from this film. Yeah. But instead of a uh, paper mache uh, jet ski, they used a uh, Tom Cruise flying a real helicopter. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, but they were motivated by a, a countdown to, by the way, uh, earth. We have, well, seen the jet ski is not the of, end, right? So five, like the end, he flies the big earthlings. ship. Yeah. We've seen five people on the planet earth in this movie. Uh, you know, that flash needs to save. Well, I honestly, I was paying attention and I, th- I might've missed it. I don't think they saved earth, right? Like there was like, they didn't stop anything from happening. Yeah, so, what was so, they, so Ming? So yeah, did Ming have to hit something, or Ming just dies, and that means nothing? As far as I know, it was the machine you, that was can, doing can it. I right? ask a Ming question? was going to order the destruction of Earth. Like, he, okay, from he has, who? He He's the one right, who hit but, the button no, no, on the no, machine, no, 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 because doctors, whatever his name is, Zarkov, he knew down to the minute of when it was going to happen because the moon was moving in a certain way that was going to crash into the Earth. Oh, see, Zarkov's with him. He can use the machine. That's how they save it. But here's my no, question. No, but there was a like, countdown. Yeah, what <laughs> was the zero. to? That's like the Taylor Swift countdown for tickets. It did The countdown meant nothing. It was already done. And I by the way, understand. yeah. But Ming the Merciless. Ming die? He gets because stabbed by the like, they front of the ship. They were never going to do another movie again? Like, I, I don't understand. Oh, no, he picked, someone picked up the ring. At the yeah, end. he picked yeah. up the ring. Yeah. So he's not dead? I, or his daughter picked it. up the ring. She's going to be evil. She's going to be worse. She happy? She's, she's a with, woman, and we all know women with, are worse. She's with uh, James Bond. She's with the uh, 1980s James Bond. Won't she be fine? Yeah. Man, I, Timothy Dalton has a whole arc here that, that uh, doesn't make any sense. Well, nor does that <laughs> fight they're having. Yeah. Well, light. again, like I, Flash is the hero of this movie does not make any sense at all because he doesn't do anything. <laughs> he teaches them to that. If no, they he doesn't. He together. tells he them. Everyone tells. Anything, does he? Everyone tells each other that he taught them something, but he doesn't. <laughs> he just says we need to work together, and they're like, okay. Like this it is, doesn't this, make this, any literally flash teaching someone is saying like my three year old son Kieran taught like me something you. today. You he, like he taught, me? He taught me something today. This yeah. three year old taught me something very meaningful <laughs> about yeah. life. Like I've I've learned now from you, Flash. Thank you, uh, Keenan. We're playing a new little game here of, yeah. uh, of higher or lower. Uh, Dino De Laurentiis has made actually some great films like Three Days for Condor, etc. Uh, most of his good films, I'm sure you've never seen because you said right up front that this is a film that informed your child. Yes. So I instead picked three of his films that I could guarantee that you have seen. I'm going to give you the letterbox scores for each of these films. Remember, okay. they are out of five stars. Yep. You tell me if they should be higher or lower than the letterbox score and then okay. rank the three films for me okay uh the first is evil dead 2 on letterbox uh now first of all you have to have a letterbox account i, would I do not correct? actually what i i never joined because at this point it's so like i have seen so many movies like you just go back you do what i do and you just like you know when you rewatch, you just add them to the account uh okay well we'll talk about that it, okay. harrison's the one who's the huge letterbox i know he's man, huge, right? into, it, huge yeah. into it yeah all right evil dead 2 is a 4.1 out of 5 on letterbox is that too high should that be higher or lower i mean 
it, it could be a little bit higher, but four point one. That's a fair. That's that's a that's a fair. Say fair. So you'll just say okay. You'll you'll freeze on. But that one. but me personally, like I would say, yeah, higher because I freaking love that. Okay, movie. Well, but, well, it's you. It's but, you though. So you could say higher if you believe that. Yeah, but not. I mean, it's not a perfect five star. But yeah, no, four point one's good. I, I love when I you. I I loved all your hot takes on the Evil Dead episodes that you did with Harrison, Mike, and Tim when you guys did that on. Oh wait. Yeah, you weren't thanks. you weren't invited. No, thanks. You uh, weren't on those episodes. Yeah, yeah thank those you. Those are some of my favorites. Awkward. This is one of my favorite episodes, actually. Probably. Yeah. Uh, number two is Conan the Barbarian. Interesting fact: there were two actors that passed on playing Flash Gordon. One was Kurt Russell, and he went on and did that. Would have been escape, did escape from New York, right? But he did instead. the same idea in Big Trouble in Little China, right? It's, yes, it's way better. Way better. Escape from. Yes. He picked a competent filmmaker to work with, uh, and John Carpenter. Uh, and the second was they really wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger for this role. See, and uh, I which, think either which based both... on all the ADR could have been fine. I mean, they should have just had him do it. But either uh, of those actors, I think, would have put the movie into. It would have been there. You think it would have been too, too much of a presence? Like, like, yeah, there would have been too much of a presence. There'd be too much, like maybe gravitas with the movie, and it it wouldn't work. Like all of the. So I agree with everything Jim's saying about this movie being like not good, but I think that's what makes this entertaining. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Dude, let, let me be clear. Someone if, like Kurt Russell into this same movie. And yeah, it, it's it you know it's it probably you know what it bad. turns into it Escape from L.A. It turns yeah, into Escape. Yeah, from exactly. LA. <laughs> this movie. If you uh, part of the issue, and I didn't bring this up, is I don't think this is a great movie to watch by yourself. No, I think you have to watch I watched it with, it with a, Mandy, and it was with a group of yeah. Friends. You're right. No, I had much more fun watching the first half with Katie. The second yeah, half by to. myself, I was struggling to stay away. This is one unless it, you're an eight to ten year old boy, in which case, or you take an edible and you've never seen. No, if you're an eight to ten year old boy right now. You, you would watch never this watch movie. this movie. You, you should be arrested. Yeah. If you're, and, and let's <laughs> be honest, if you're an eight to 10 year old boy who had access to watch star Wars instead of this and still yes. chose this, like Keenan, I am raising, I, do, I don't to watch flash Gordon. That oh. is what I'm doing. Keenan, show okay. Buckle. I could, I would show, Buckle he's going to hate you. Not, show my kids. <laughs> not because you're going to uh, okay. teach him to like that. It's because you're going to keep trying to make that happen. And he has other better things don't to force watch. It, Keenan, have him watch Wally. Um, Conan, the barbarian. Conan's, Great. Okay, three point four on Letterbox, higher or lower? I mean, yeah, uh, maybe lower. Lower. Okay, and then finally, David Lynch's Dune. Lower. Is terrible. Yeah, it's lower. a terrible it's movie. Lower. Whatever you're about right. to say, lower. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to guess your rankings here. Evil Dead Two would be one. Yes. Then Conan the Barbarian, then which David I love Lynch's Conan the Barbarian, but yeah. I think it, it is a terrible movie, and it definitely is like. A three star, maybe two and a half stars. Okay. What what was the what was the rating for David Lynch's Dune? So two point eight. Two point eight. Yeah, definitely lower than that. It, okay. It, it, so for me, David Lynch's Dune, I have seen parts of, and I have watched all the way through the first half, and that's about as far as I have been able to make it. Numerous times watching, like it, it's yeah. it's bad. It's and it. And it, it's going back to what I was just saying about, like, if you put Kurt Russell into this movie, it's because Dune has some, like, good things in it that, like, when it's so bad and it has such great potential, it really is just upsetting. It's not mm. fun to watch. Where would you put, so let's throw Flash Gordon in here. Would you put Flash, would you watch Flash Gordon before Evil Dead 2? 
God, no, no, no. I love I, do Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2, Flash Gordon, Conan. Okay. And then maybe. You know what? You give me Flash Gordon, give me Buckaroo Banzai, give me Cannonball Run, and a 30-pack of Coors Light and the airplane bottles that Mike likes to drink uh, his hard liquor out of that he talks about on Mike Calls Timmy. Uh, and that could be a party right there. Yeah. If there's three films in that. And absolutely. Now you're rocking. Now you're rocking. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim, is this film better than Heat? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, could you imagine Al Pacino as Flash Gordon? No, he'd hmm. have to be Ming. He'd have to be oh, Ming. My, no, no, he'd have to be Flash. the. He'd have to be the masked Ooh, guy. Like he just. Oh, could you imagine him doing the uh, Keenan? Uh, we thought of you with our heat episode because of your. I love distaste, that heat episode. Yes, your, your distaste of Al Pacino stemming from. It wasn't no. It, it's not my distaste. Once upon a time oh, in Hollywood. Oh my God! My, and I heard you mention my hot take. What my take was that it, I if I feel like Pacino has gotten to a point now in his career where when he's on screen he's just playing Pacino, and when I see him, I only see Pacino. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to say, and and I think it. I came don't think out that's of- true of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, though. No, I think I don't know. Maybe that, that was age. once again me bringing my own stuff again, just being like, "That's Pacino." Geez, that's Pacino. Like I, I, I just think that was it, what it was. I think crazy Al Pacino yeah. screaming would have been an interesting take in this film. Yeah. Uh, I know Mike would say this film is not worse than Glass Onion, but Jim, is this film worse than Glass Onion? Yes. Yes, it is. Correct. Uh, so our new bottom Correct. of the barrel is Flash Gordon. Uh, time, di- time for double feature. What film are you pairing with oh. Flash Gordon? Keenan? Okay, so there, there's only one movie to watch with this, and that is you got to make it a Queen double feature, and you got to go with the other movie that Queen did the music for, Highlander. Oh, that's tough. You better watch Flash Gordon first. <laughs> what? Highlander is amazing. I love Highlander. Can we, can we I know. That's bit, what I mean. If you watch more of that Queen. Oh, oh, you mean if I watch the good one it. first, I'll not want to get through <laughs> yeah. Flash Gordon. No, yeah, you will want to get no, through because... it. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about other people. Well, that... No, no, no. You got to watch. You got to watch. Uh, you watch Highlander and then the edible kicks in and then you get to watch Flash Gordon. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. What, what is the time release on those things? Uh, half an hour to an hour. Okay. So now we know, Jim. What are you pairing with this film? Uh, Crawl. It's I, right. and I, I I haven't seen it in forever, and I need to re-say it. But the little start thingy. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm looking at a still from it, and it already looks a million times better just from the composition of this still. But Crawl's a bad movie. It's probably terrible, but it was the one that, that I would watch. Yeah. So like again, I didn't I didn't watch. A lot of Flash Gordon growing up. No. Um, okay. My choice is The Rocketeer. Beastmaster, though. I watch that a lot, and I'm pretty sure Beastmaster is yes. a hell of a lot better than this. Mark Singer, baby. Rip uh, Torn. Yeah. Here, here's my idea with The Rocketeer, because I think there's a similar issue, which is... The hero's not really a hero kind of sucks. The, yeah, it just... <laughs> Rocketeer doesn't rocketeer ever in the movie, really, right? It's like he rocketeers one work. time, and there's nothing. If you know, my he pushes is, a think, truck, there's not actually no, like. Yeah, my point is, I think you're right. It's like you you need to get out of that 
that time period and make the lead character more intriguing. Like both lead characters have no personality, but the Rocketeer is a better movie. Oh yeah, it's not as weird and quirky. So I uh, almost feel it like is, if you're it is weird, weird with the yeah, but not to this level though. No, you're right. There's just a there's just that a lot of Jennifer Connelly's boobs. There's the, less than you would think. I rewatched it recently. Yeah, it's that There's one scene where where it's like it's awkward. It's, it's trying it's to not, the camera's trying to look down her shirt. Shirt, which was probably just a cameraman, but but nonetheless. Well, I mean, yeah. in the in the comics, her character is actually like um, you Jennifer this, right? Like yeah, yeah, she's like a. Uh, what's what's her name? A uh, prostitute, isn't she? No, 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 no. She's she's a pinup. She's she does. Uh, okay. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you need to. You don't need she's, to look uh, down a shirt. Betty Davis is that Betty Davis? No. Yeah, uh, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, I forget oh. which. Marlena Dietrich. No, I know who you're talking about. But yeah, I, I, the Rocketeer I enjoy more than this, I do. But this is this this is still fun. All right, it's time for five questions. Here we go. Yep. You want answers? Oops. You want answers? What the fuck is the internet? Why? How do you know something dramatic's happening about Freddie Mercury is going to scream in your ear? We just, we just <laughs> scream in your ear and we'll add an extra syllable or two in here. Uh, time for five questions for Keenan. First question, thumbs up or thumbs down. Keenan's a big fan of all things sports. So my question yeah. to you, Keenan, is what is your analysis of former MLB pitcher Tom Flash Gordon? Well, my question is, has he saved every one of us? No, but he does save one girl in yes. The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon, a novel by Stephen King. Yes. Ooh, Diamond, drop in, Jim. Mm. Might that be your favorite And it's literally novel? about Tom Flash Gordon, the, yeah. the pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any, did you have any idea who Tom Flash Gordon was? No clue. Okay. No clue. So I, he's a thumbs down just because I don't. Thumbs down. Okay. All right. That's fair. I, I just. He did, play, he did play for the Phillies, too. Yes, okay. he did. Yeah. And the uh, Red Sox for that's probably the height of his career, actually. I the Red Sox was a, to the Phillies. A, yeah, I think he was an all-star. With the Phillies, as he was. He, with, uh, he was on, red, the, yeah. on like, the Tomei the teams, I think. Do you think, did they play, like, when he was walking in for the game, they would play, like, the Flash? Uh, I don't think so. They should have. That's too bad. If there's ever a Pale Reason reunion, could you guys play oh, like a yes. long-form version of Flash, <laughs> Flash Gordon song? Just like yeah, a 40-minute 40 40-minute deep cut like Grateful Dead That style. song's weird. Have you listened to the entire thing? Like, no, they, I have not. It, it actually has the it. Flash, I love you, but we only have 14 hours. There's a lot of like... It gets there's some interesting changes in the middle where, that are that are stereotypical Queen kind of like I'm probably space gonna, opera. -y the director stuff. the director had asked for Pink Floyd and he got Oh Queen, Queen is a way better choice than P Pink oh, Floyd now. I know Pink Floyd would I, be the I choice for disagree. like. I don't disagree. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that's what he wanted. Uh, Keenan, would you rather question? Uh, we saw a memory wiping machine in yes. this film, which <gasps> apparently didn't uh, wipe away memories. I forgot my favorite. We need okay. Right, Let's finish five it. questions, and okay. there's one thing we no, need no, to no, chat no, about. No, no. Go ahead. No, can, no, 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 go no. All right, this all is right, going to take go. longer than. Okay. Keenan, would you rather have a machine wipe all your memories away or be forced to be a New York Jets fan for life? 
I guess memories, because like I just I wouldn't want to be forced to be a fan of any sports team. Yeah, good point. Well, Would you? Point. You're about to force your child to be a fan of this movie. Yes. So yes. keep so, that in mind. Yes. Yeah, so you are worse than most sports parents, Keenan. Uh, fill in the blank, and there's only one real question to this. The best Queen song is my favorite is Seven Seas of Rye. I was waiting for Jim to hit the button to play oh. this song. <laughs> That's all the pre-production we do on this show. Queen's got a lot of good so, songs. It's tough. Yeah, they do. Queen's got a they lot do. of this great songs. This is a tough song. one. Yeah. That's why I was joking. Um, so that's your so. No, so my your say, favorite. Your favorite is what? In your opinion, their best song is what? Their best song. Uh, yeah. I mean, you have to go. Bohemian Rhapsody is probably their best. It is the most operatic. Under pressure, but it's like under pressure. Also, Bowie kind of takes over. I know, so, so that's, that's a tough. It's one. Hard to yeah. say, but like I, I really do love Seven Seas of Rye, Fat Bottom Girl, Fat Bottom Girls. No, that's where I go. They're, All right, there you song. go, Fat Bottom. Girl. All right, uh, Keenan, what's your favorite Timothy Dalton movie? Oh, so for this, like, yeah, I want to say one of his Bond movies, like, but I, I do I love. Can't. What's the one with Carrie Lowell? You I know what it is, Keenan. Living Living Daylights. Yeah, you know yeah, what the best, so. best Timothy best Dalton one is Hot Fuzz. That's right. That is the absolutely. only. Cr- that is the correct answer. Yes, so that, that is absolutely that. His best movie is Hot Fuzz, and he's be- that's the movie he's best in. He's so as good well. Up. Yes, lock me up. I'm a killer. I'm yeah. smashing prices. I'm like, he's so good at it. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Hot Fuzz is deep. definitely the best one. Finally, deep thoughts question. It's 2023. You are producing. The new Flash Gordon movie, which apparently Matthew Vaughn is in the process of developing. He's the most recent name. Uh, who's your Flash Gordon? So the person who I instantly thought of as soon as I read this, unfortunately, he has just recently retired from acting, but Chris Hemsworth. He's he- not acting anymore. No, he's not. He he retired. Um, he what? yeah, doing his um, you know that show that he has on Disney. Oh yeah, Plus? he found some genetic. Uh, yeah, that he's he's at a very high risk for maybe Alzheimer's or something. But yeah, like, he's got so something he's taking going time on. He's off, taking right? time to get, rather than running around and doing the all these huge big blockbuster movies. He's spending time with his kids because he's got the Marvel money. He he's yeah. fine. He doesn't need Never to, has to do anything again. Right. So he's just kind of taking time. See, to I think he's too talented. No, I think dude, he, you, but you're not you talking like about remaking this movie in a way that needs to be like this movie. Right. Like, <laughs> I think that he can he can put like the reason why I went with Chris Hemsworth wasn't just because he's oh, he's blonde and he's muscular because this character also, wanted to be Thor. Right. Yeah, that but is also, true. Like he can, we can, you can put him in a more serious, like actually kind of make this more of a sci-fi type action movie and he can still pay homage to the corny campiness and pull it off with that snark that Mike hates, you know what I mean? But like he can add the humor in where it's needed. Like he, he actually has shown that he's good at drama and humor. Like, so I just felt like he actually could do it. All right. If you want to go all on campiness, though, and keep the whole tone of this movie, then go with like someone like The Rock. Ugh. I thought John Cena. The Rock is so f- fucking terrible right now. 
and he he could be such a good actor. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Agreed. Fine, Jim. What is your? Oh, holy shit! I forgot about the, the memory my wiping. biggest the memory <laughs> wiping. So as they're wiping the doctor's memories on a screen next to him, they're playing back his memories oh, as geez. they're deleting them. Yes. And I totally forgot. And it seems to be playing back his life in chunks backwards. So like it'll play a chunk from like recently. You see, you see him in Flash, I think, for a second, and then it goes back and it's going back. Then there's a memory in the middle of this sequence where it seems like they throw his bride into a pool and she dies. Yes. yes. What that, the hell is that? That was like also they had watched the also, parallax view before this movie. Yeah. Remember that was scene? he a parallax Nazi? Was yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. He was a Nazi doctor. Which right. that part actually checks out and makes yes, a little bit of sense. That would make a lot of sense from the time period. That but absolutely would make sense. Did they throw his wife in a pool and then and kill her? And, yes. No. I no, think they did. It looked like they were just joking and throwing her in a pool. Yep. But then but she, she they just let her drown. Right. <laughs> like I'm not sure. I I <laughs> yes. I need this is one of those things that is gonna come back to me weekly. That, that, that this piece is in this movie and someone out there who, who had a hand has in making answer. this film has an knows why this is in the movie. <laughs> I need to know. It's the Illuminati. They're trying to warn us about the Illuminati. In this and then film, he sees his own birth. But yeah, that's the only thing. When when they see the when they see as if that's a memory we have. They're like, oh, this guy, he had so much potential. Like, what what the what is that supposed to mean? Like like they knew about the Nazis? Like they I guess they did. The Nazi the Nazi scientist thing is such a trope, though, right? So like it makes sense. There's a murder of a woman it, but... in the middle of this. It's <laughs> just like practical joke. We threw her in the pool. Oh, part two of the practical joke. She doesn't get she out. Did. She drowns. She's <laughs> and then we, we put her on the side of the pool and, and then like, we're yeah, sad about like it. It was on, on their wedding day. Like, yes. I, I, I hate when people die as part it's, of my practical it's, jokes. I, I, I can't express this enough. If you haven't seen this movie, you should watch it specifically for this part, because it is a woman on her wedding day getting thrown into the pool for fun and then and, the and, and then drowning and dying. <laughs> that has that it literally has nothing else to do with this film. No, but it's very interesting. But then what makes so sense, anyway, he doesn't have, but then yes. he was like but then I, he's like I made up all my memories so they couldn't really wipe them. So I didn't really No, that's not what he says. Either. No, 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 he says like he he started reciting the great things that he remembered, like like that equations of Einstein, yeah. Beatles lyrics, Shakespeare, and because of that, it protected his memories, which I thought didn't make any sense. So I, I thought eventually he was going to be like reprogrammed and turn against them, but he doesn't. Mm. They ran out of budget yeah. to shoot more yeah. film, I think. Uh, so, so, Jim, actually, would you rather watch this movie or have the boar worms. Oh, I, I thought he said ball worms. I thought it was ball worms too. Not the honestly. ball worms. <laughs> it's so boar worms. Boar worms. I, I would rather watch this movie. I didn't yeah, find yeah. watching this movie. It wasn't not, bad. Yeah, I, I didn't find it not it was enjoyable. Just crazy enough. That it's it not was mazes and monsters. Honestly. 
Right. It's definitely a cult movie. This has like the that Rocky Horror type feel where it's like, yeah, yeah watch it in a theater. I got to be like, honest with you. If 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 you said to me, like, there's a theater and we can get tickets and a bunch of us could go together. I would go, I would come down the Pennsylvania to right, watch. Right. Like if that would like, so watch like, it with other people. That's going to be a cool the Colonial will 100% play this in sometime in the future because they well, just I, then I will come down for last that. year. So, well, if that, I would have come down for that if I knew that yeah. was going on. I'm still mad I didn't get, go see Halloween. Yeah. Well, we didn't go either. No. Yeah. Um, Keenan, what's coming up on Pop Battle? You just dropped an amazing episode that I can't wait to listen yeah, to. Yeah, we just do. dropped our, um, our our Tony Scott movie. Uh, well, we, we're going to take this next week off, take time to figure it out. We haven't done a top five in a while, so we really want to do a top five. We haven't had uh, our boy Tyler on, so maybe try and do something with him. Um, yeah. There's also I don't know we we haven't figured it out yet is basically what I'm saying yeah now that, now that now Have that you we not figured it out yet well we we now that we're doing we're doing every other week instead okay. of every week so because of that we're taking the time because what would happen is like usually on Friday <laughs> we we need to decide what was going on like uh okay what are we doing on Monday so. Now you don't have to do that whole, yeah now we're giving ourselves a little time to at to least till next Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, Keenan, we love you. We would not have a, a podcast without you, probably. Oh, thank you. So I love being you. on this. I, I, I'm so glad that we got to talk about this and other people have seen this movie now. <laughs> I actually, I, I, and again, I'm kind of like Jim. I, this was not a hard view. No, it's at it's all. There's some weeks it. where it's like, you know, like this was it just kind of washed over you. And again, I th- I would have a blast, I think, watching this with other people. Well, I mean, like just it, it's a it's a palate cleanser between, you know, heat and annihilation, which are mm-hmm. pretty heavy movies. And next you're jumping into the before trilogy. So it's like you needed yeah, this some palate cleanser. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd love to find it. Uh, make sure you next listen up to Beastmaster. <laughs> Yes. Uh, next week we'll be talking about Beastmaster one, two, and three. Actually, you know what's another one? Going about Shana, the Queen of the Jungle. Going back yes. even further, like I would rewatch like Clash of the Titans and Jason and the Argonauts all the time. Oh, yeah. And those both I, of those movies are a million times better than this. The yeah, all those Harryhausen movies yeah. are amazing. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I'd I'd still I would still recommend somebody to watch this. Not one hundred percent. Nobody, yes. who, I'm not not a child. I'm trying to talk about proper uh, way to treat women. Right, right. <laughs> we're we're literally, that. he's other actually assaulting her. You see him grabbing, groping her, and a then he realizes it's not the right woman. I am not going to show my two sons a film promoting roofies yeah. and con- concubines and uh, power I mean, potions empower potions whatever the hell that is uh we love you yeah we will uh we will be back soon and we'll see everybody soon adios everyone we'll tell you flash will save you flash will save the world (laughs) goodbye bye